0: you're listening to the love is black podcast
1: with a host of fly
0: the love is dope
1: and the conversation is always wonderful. welcome back to your favorite podcast this is harvey
0: and i'm karice
1: and you are listening to the love is black podcast are you excited i'm excited are you excited?
0: Clearly not as excited as you are. Why, why are you so happy? Why, why are you not happy? I I'm happy. I'm not that level happy.
1: You should be. Okay. You don't know why? Why? Because we're alive. We're happy. We're in this great relationship.
0: Life is pretty good right now, isn't it? Life is good. Life
1: is good. It could be better, of course. could always be better, yes. But, you know, we have to consider our situation. Yes. We are better than most. Yes. We are in a good place. We're doing great. We're doing great.
0: Yes. That's why you're so excited to do the podcast, though?
1: I know. I just am happy to do the podcast. I like talking to our fans. I like talking to the people, to the populace. To the love is black, the, the love is blackosity people. I don't so know. So do you
0: just go through like a dictionary before we record all the time? No. The this, populace? The, like the you fo- just just popping in these I'm words. I'm an
1: intelligent man, right?
0: I'm intelligent too, but Nobody I don't always you. have to pick out these words to demonstrate my intelligence. Oh, all right. You know? Well,
1: intelligent people show their intelligence in different ways. What are you trying to say? That I'm not trying to say anything.
0: Oh, so what are you saying then?
1: What I'm saying is that my intelligence comes out in my vocabulary, in my use of the word. Right. Yours comes out in different ways and there's uh-huh. nothing special. Yours Nothing is special less. about my no, <laughs> this, this This whole <laughs> first minute, this whole conversation, her plucking one word out and using it to expound into something else is all kinds of ridiculousness, but it's something, yes. But it is something that I've gotten used to. It is something that is just part of the relationship. It is something that I have. Um, what's what's the right term here? That I that I've come to love about you. Mm. That you that you at times can take things and you know, and, you know, explode them to a little bit more than they really are.
0: Explode right? them.
1: Yes, take things and just. You know, blow them out of proportion, dare I say.
0: So what did I blow out of
1: proportion? All I'm saying is that I you, I just use nice words because I'm intelligent. You, of course, well, take that. So but what that are you saying about me? Nothing. Absolutely nothing because we're not talking about you. This world will revolve around Oh, sorry.
0: You. It's only about you?
1: When I was talking for that minute, maybe, yes, it was about me. And okay. now that you've spoken, now the world is all about you, Ben hmm I know. Isn't mm-hmm. that nice? Great. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. I was trying to get to something, but what I'm saying, but you know, you have a tendency, you know, you, 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 jump on things quick, which is not really a good thing baby. you know, if, if allowed, if you give me a moment, you know, I expound on what I'm speaking of, that you will see where I'm coming from Continue and realize there on, was nothing forth. negative. So what I'm saying that this is one of a of very few minor things that, you know, I've learned to, you know, to, you know, accept with you because we're a couple and, you know, nobody's perfect. You close. This is one thing I have learned to be patient with you about. And that is today's topic. We're going to discuss patience in relationships, whether it be with each other, with our children, with life in general, with anything. We want, a lot of us want just immediate gratification. When we want things, we want it now. And that's not how things always work out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to, you know, be patient and let things, you know, st- you know, happen. We can't just decide if one thing happens, we don't like it, and we just jump and leave and give up. Like, you always say that I'm all about ready to leave. Yes. And that's not the case at all with me. With I've been here. I've evidence. stuck with you. I've stuck with you through your, through your shenanigans. And My, what shenanigans? Through okay, so let's
0: jump right in. Right. Let's jump right in, Harvey. Is right. there something that's coming to mind about some issue you've had to be very patient <laughs> through?
1: Well, if I give you one, you have to promise that you have to give, give to give one too. And I don't feel like you're gonna have much trouble finding something to talk about.
0: I'm patient all the time. I'm patient every day.
1: You patient every day? Every day. I every, tell you, every
0: day I try.
1: No, I try every that day. Is, listen, just because you say something don't make it true. And I've said that to you too.
0: That's work. what I'm being patient about. All your little, you oh, know, my little what attacks, your little Minor microaggressions, All your microaggressions.
1: I, my, micro this? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I was, <laughs> okay,
1: I was saying that you said you pulled out the dictionary and I used these words, and I just said I'm intelligent, and from right. then on, microaggression. Then, there was nothing micro or aggressive yes. about. So what
0: are you saying about my intelligence?
1: You're I'm not saying anything about your intelligence. Your intelligence, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. You don't use big words when we do these podcasts, but it doesn't mean you're not smart. Mm-hmm. That's just how I do it. We know you're smart. Everybody who listens knows that you're smart. Mm-hmm. We don't need
0: to get up in that. Okay, go ahead. Give me an example of a time where you needed to be patient okay, or well, let's a situation. Talk.
1: Okay, well, let's talk about it. So everybody kind of knows our our story and when we got together all this happiness and how we moved in together. We've talked about this a lot. You have a very- And
0: if anybody wants to go back... Love is reminiscent.
1: Love, yeah, literally the one before this. We yeah. kind of went into our origin story. But um, in particular, when we moved in together, when we moved in together and got into our apartment, and it was our first night, it was first day. We were there. Family had come. They filled our fridge. They helped us put stuff in. Your dad... Built the bed, did all that kind of stuff. And, you know, now we're just there and we're just chilling. And we had eaten, I assume, I and mean, we had some dishes and such there. And, you know, so, you know, being the, you know, cultured man that I am, you know, a man, a Renaissance man, dare I say. Well, I don't, that doesn't really sound right. But I was washing some dishes. You know, because I'm not supposed to leave that day. That's not your job. That's not the lady's job type of thing.
0: Slavery is not a thing.
1: Slavery, was, you're right. So I'm washing some dishes. And, you know, all of a sudden I felt like there was, um, you know, there was uh, somebody watching me. Felt like there was somebody looking over my shoulder. You know, I'm like, oh, what's, what's going on here? Uh, first, I'm like, oh, she's watching me wash dishes. She likes the way I look from behind. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I understand that. That's not what that was, though. It was really about me, me and my usage of the sponge. So apparently I wasn't washing them dishes the way you found comfortably.
0: I was trying to help you. No, you wasn't be trying to help the best you. Shut you up. Be. Shut up. I'm trying to help you. No, you get weren't to your best. No, self. No,
1: you were okay. trying to help you. You weren't trying to help me. You needed me to get to the best you or to the best career situation. That's what it was. It had nothing to do with you get getting... come on.
0: It had lots to do with that. I was helping. How
1: were you? Working? I am helpful. How were you helping that day?
0: So, there is a way to do things where you could be efficient right. and effective. Great. Not just efficient or effective. We want to be both efficient and effective.
1: Like, there should be a way to put that together. So, there's. To like wh- a, a like fish. No, okay. don't try that.
0: Thank you. <laughs> okay, great. All that, yes all that happened. just yes took us happened. down a notch efficient. on our whole, like, you know, intelligence and use of words type of thing. It didn't work.
1: Efficient, so, okay, that's so good. Got it, got it. It's there.
0: This is why I don't,
1: it's there. Efficient, this is me
0: being patient right now.
1: Lies, this
0: is all the your patience people see that the I look have. on your
1: face here. We see the lack all of all of the
0: patience, whatever, is being Go used ahead. up. Go
1: ahead, explain how you were helping me be more efficient and effective
0: because. When you do things, there's always got to be a thought about why am I doing the thing that I'm doing, right? How can I do this thing the best way possible? That's what I think about. When you wash dishes? When I do anything. When you do anything. Yes. If I'm taking a shower, if I'm cooking, when you're cooking, that's a really great example, but you don't do very much cooking, Mm. but- it's a really great example because why spend, you know, all the time making one thing and then to make something else when you can kind of multitask, you get more things done. Right. But there's a way to use the sponge so that you're not overusing it. You're not going to go through sponges too fast. You're not, you know, drowning a sponge in dish soap, which is cheap. And, you know, there's a way to do things where you're not wasting all the water and, you know, you could be efficient and effective. I was just trying to help you be your best you. You're welcome, by the way, because I didn't hear a thank you in there anyway. I know.
1: You still wait for that thank you?
0: No, because you're welcome. <laughs> you don't, you Not don't, two place. things you don't say sorry and thank you. But it's you're cool. You're about me? Yes. But I, it's cool.
1: I apologize. One, you're when forgiven it's always.
0: <laughs> two, you're welcome always.
1: Great. So what I was getting at is, you know, so she was helping me be more effective and efficient. Yes. Um, you have a bit of a tendency to, you, you need to control situations, control things in general. And it, I mean, dating is one thing where at the end of the night you go home, I go home and we're just talking on the phone and stuff. But when you live with somebody, there's a difference. That's That's a big thing when you're in each other's space, that's completely different from you know what you know what you deal with typically which is dating so it was a whole new thing and I'm sure you know now you live with me you live with your parents you the kids you know you kind of you set up you did what you did likewise for me I was living in my apartment I had my setup I did what I did but now we're bringing us together and it's a lot that you're bringing together it was not just me and you it was me you and kids so you now you live with me but now it's your kids who are living with me, living with you. So a couple and a family, and it's a whole big amalgamation. So it's a pretty big thing. So that required a lot of patience, I'm sure on your part, because dealing with me, somebody you had lived with before and kind of having to see how I deal with the kids. I mean, obviously I dealt with our kids a lot by then, but it's a different thing when it's kind of, now it's all us in the house. So that kind of that required a lot of patience too because that's like the first time i think i'm really dealing with raising kids that's it that's the first time i guess i'm dad air quotes type of thing and we're all together so that required a lot of patience on my part to kind of learn how to deal with children and deal with mom and deal with my wife my wife or fiance, whatever so there was a lot to that too what do you think
0: i mean i think it's a general topic to talk about i mean (laughs) I just find myself so patient all the time Oh, okay I just think it's a general topic that we could talk about with others okay so enough about us when it comes to sort of blending families Hmm. when it involves you know having to deal with children that are not your own um, people who are new to the situation, you know, like introducing someone. So if something happened with us, I guess from your thought perspective, that would be, you know, the children dealing with another step parent or so forth Um, that will require a lot of patience as you're getting through that type of thing. Are there any sort of tips or tricks or techniques that have helped you kind of get through those times where we were blending.
1: I think being a child of divorce helped because essentially I I've kind of dealt with it in both situations. So parents were together, they got divorced and they both got remarried and had children. So I've lived with my mom with the stepfather. I've lived with my dad with the stepmother. So when it was me and you and the kids, I came in as you know, that adult trying to be the dad. But I also recognized these kids have, you know, had a parent, had some kind of parent at some point. And I understood their perspective. Like I didn't want to just go in there and all of a sudden I'm just dad and just listen to me and deal with me type of thing. I recognized that there is a real assimilation period, there's time to get used to dealing with this person who you now live with versus somebody you just saw every once in a while. So for me, my I didn't have the best of relationships with the stepfather or the stepmother. Neither one of them was really I didn't wasn't a fan of either one of them really. But I wanted to make sure that in this case, because with us when we first got together it was just your two children. And then eventually, you know, our first came about. I wanted to just try to make sure that I was just the adult there. And, you know, kids should treat an adult a certain way. I couldn't make them treat me like dad, but they should treat me like an adult. So that's what I tried to do. I didn't want to be too forceful. I'm I'm not making them call me dad or whatever, but just they treat me like an adult and go from there. So that's the, that's, that's the option. And I think with, you got to be patient with children we go through things and we're adults, we can handle things, but we're putting these children through what we've learned through in previous episodes. When you move, when you add people to a relationship, it's trauma. Mm -hmm. And our kids, those kids needed time to get used to me. They needed time to get used to this situation. Only tip I can give you is you kind of be the mature adult, but you kind of follow the kids leads too. don't push them too much. They'll grow with the relationship. They'll show you that they're ready. They'll show you that you're not. So the best you can do is just kind of be there, be supportive. That's what I tried to do. I think I did okay with that. And, you know, with time, in the relationship, I feel like it gets better every day. So that's the best tip that I can give. I just, I knew it as a kid. I didn't want this guy just telling you know, trying to act, expect me to just accept him as my dad. Or same thing as it just wasn't expecting me to accept her as my mom you there you with my parent fine but that doesn't make you a parent of mine it just makes you that person's spouse or whatever so i don't know just kind of follow the lead of the kids i think yeah how i try to handle it
0: i like that i think it's a good approach um i haven't had that full experience i did date somebody for just a few months though um that had children and he had his children part-time one of them lived in another state with their mom and he got them for the summer and i think we were only together for like a month that summer but um the other one he got like every other weekend and so i wasn't around them too often but when i was it was very very light okay you know just tried to be that other how it would be with any other child like any other kid, because, you know, I've worked in a pediatric practice as a registered dental hygienist. I've worked with kids. I used to run a um, Girl Scout troop. Um, you know, when I work with kids, I just treat kids like they're kids. And so in that situation, very similar to what you were saying, when I was dating that guy and I was around his kids, it was, I was just how I would be with any other kid. I'm just that playful adult that's in the room and you're just here to hang out. I did avoid anything that had to do with discipline. Mm-hmm. That was for sure, you know, and that requires a good deal of patience right. depending on, you know, whose kids you're dealing with. Luckily he had really good kids. He had good boys, but um you know, I I feel like discipline especially if you're early on and you're just dating or you're you're really just getting to know each other, I would avoid any type of discipline whatsoever, as your relationship evolves and your relationship with those children, those stepchildren, those, you know, just blended children, however, these children are coming into the family as that evolves, then maybe start to get into the discipline aspect. And, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) what I was going to say as far as that, but I would, I would definitely avoid that with a ten foot pole, need the discipline to the parent. And right. I would probably take cues from whoever is the the parent. Right. We'll go from there. Yeah. Do
1: you remember? I mean early on when we moved into our apartment, you remember I, I don't even remember how long it was. Was it the first few weeks or so that or pretty much every night we had one of these kids would come into the room?
0: Well, they used to sleep with me.
1: Right so then that's i mean so that was something that required some patience at least for me because i wasn't used to that i mean yeah yeah, because you know that's us that's in our room we're sleeping in our bed and every night some kid came into the room
0: yeah and then you completely traumatized them by kicking them out you're like go Back to your bed. Did, how did I traumatize them. Well, we just talked about how all these things are traumas. Okay, okay. Moving so, and right. getting into a new relationship, wow. you know, getting kicked out of your mom's bed, even though you've been there for, like, four years, you know? Right. But it was
1: time for them to move on.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that wasn't just their mom's bed at this point. Now this <laughs> is their mom and that other guy's bed, too. And you're not just going to be in the bed like that. I mean, they're so that was, you know, we kind of have to train them to, you know, they got to grow. They had their own room. They had like their bunk beds. They had their own space. So they had to get used to that. Oh, they didn't even have bunk beds to start at first. They had the two, be- they had those beds in that room. And then eventually we got bunk beds once we added the dirt, right? So, uh, you know, I guess traumatized sounds real strong.
0: I mean, we but, just...
1: Right, but i sent I mean, them no. back. Yes, they would come in, maybe hang out for a little bit, but then I would always send them back to their room because that's where their beds were. That's where they had to sleep. Yeah, but, you know, I'm used to just... Well, I don't know if I'm used to because I wasn't sleeping with anybody else, so it's not even used to anything. But I guess I expected that if I'm in bed with my wife, fiance, yeah, girlfriend, whatever, that no random children are going to come in. So... <laughs>
0: They're what? not random children, though.
1: Whatever. Well, kids, <laughs> random or not. Like, this only room in this bed for the two of us, not you, not your sister or your brother, whatever. So going from living by yourself to living with somebody and children is a very traumatic experience for me, too. You know, oh, I had my, traumatized. Yeah, I was, but nobody cares oh, about my trauma. Oh. But you know, I was living myself, and it all of a sudden, all these people up in my space And now all of a sudden. And all these people in our, and then we had our own space. So it was definitely something getting used to. It was, yes, it was definitely. But it
0: was not something that you got used to reluctantly.
1: Not reluctantly, right. Exactly. Yeah, so right.
0: I don't think it was that traumatic. So it, wasn't there was no it was traumatic just because in, well no And whether or not we moved tra- together because you you couldn't like your own space it well, wasn't tra- like that
1: the, the trauma of it is the change. So even if it's something I wanted, it's still a technical trauma. I
0: don't, know. I don't know. It's a change you wanted. That, that right. makes it different as opposed to, you know, all these other situations with the kids and moving. Moving is not necessarily something that they want, something that they're resistant against. Or, you know, when it's a child and there's a new person involved, they didn't pick this person. They're not like, right. hey, mom or dad, date this person. Like, this is who we want. Right. They, that's not happening. And, you know, getting kicked out of the bed. That's not something they want. They weren't like, oh, ready to sleep in my own big girl or big boy bed. This is my choice, and I'm going to do it because I'm a big girl or a big boy. But they they were, sl- were just kind of, you know, forced into all of these situations. They, but those
1: beds that they were sleeping in, we brought over from where they slept in before, right?
0: No. um, you No, sl- they were sleeping with me, number one. Both? Number two, yeah, no, both. No, I would bring... They what? were both. They had their own little beds, but they would get up and come. They had... um. Toddler beds. Okay. We still have one of the toddler beds here yeah. in my parents' house. Um, but they were sleeping in toddler beds would get up in the middle of the night and climb into my bed. So when I would wake up in the morning, I'm like kicked over to one side of my bed because they both made their way into the bed no. to fall asleep. I don't
1: know. I guess you should have started early, you know. Wow. And, and, I mean that's good. But then if that what's the point of getting the beds? just so that
0: they would want to so that they would make that decision so that it was something they want you see the trauma is in that you you didn't want this to happen and it occurs
1: okay either way just dealing with you and your children in their unwanted situation an unwanted person (laughs) being me yes (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> um, yes, it was a bit of a change and it was a bit traumatic for me no matter how you wanted to you find it. You still want it
0: to be traumatic. I okay. want some, I, got I want, it. yes, you were it, traumatized. It, got it.
1: it clearly wasn't as traumatic as it was for the children, but it was a little bit for me because that first listen, them coming into the room and trying to get into our bed. Was not something I wanted, it's not something I expected. Mm-hmm. I thought we were just gonna be in that bed and sleep, and then these people would just come up in the room.
0: Yeah, middle so, of the night they so just walk that's in not what and, I
1: wanted, know? I didn't expect that. All right, so that was slightly traumatic.
0: <laughs> you weren't right? traumatized, it's I was cool. traumatized. It's cool, little children coming in my room. It's cool, baby. I get it. I get no, it. you don't. I get you it. Don't. You're trying to be involved, I get it. Okay, trying kids are traumatized. You you try to I'm jump in right? on the bandwagon, trying the, to be the trauma wrong. bandwagon. Uh-huh. Okay, that's cool. All right, so let's move on from that step. Right. You know, so we kind of touched on we moved in together, and you had to be patient because I was trying to make you your best self. And you know, we had a little bit clash in there. Then with the children and blending the families and trying to get everything together. But what about the aspect of You know, just the overall struggle that a lot of people find themselves in, especially if you start out young in a relationship. And I know we have our age difference, but you know, I I feel like we kind of meet in the middle because I had kids. I was a little uh, older in a sense of maturity. Um, You know, you were kind of, I don't know, set back in a sense. You got a late start with the whole college thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Set back in a sense whatever we meet in the middle sure. you're a young soul
1: yeah i'm an old soul actually i've thought but that's fine you're an
0: old soul i've always thought i'm an old soul, okay so then. we don't meet in the middle then okay, i don't so know I, where I, I, like I, we had a whole episode love is ageless where right, we had right. said you were a young soul and you know we met in the middle and now we don't
1: i think i'm an old soul with a young mentality Exactly. No, you're welcome. this is making you're me sad. You're welcome. Okay, it's Just fine. Just keep going. You're know going to continue say. to be patient. Move on, baby.
0: That, now, was, that was good. the come up. Mm-hmm. So when you start out and you're young in a relationship, you know, you might not be established. You might not have your career all set. Mm-hmm. You're not where you want to be. You're not on, you know, the ladder climbing up. You probably haven't even hit the ladder yet. You're looking at the ladder and trying to get there. When we are in that situation and you're a young couple, I think sometimes it's easy to forget that, you know, you're struggling together and that there won't always be this struggle, that you can very well work yourselves up and out of it. You know, there's always school, there's always the option of, you know, continuing training and whether it's a trade school or technical school or apprenticing if you're trying to get into certain specific trades where you can apprentice and work your way up that's something that's an option and if you want to make life better you can do it you can you can hustle you can grind together and make your way through it so there will be better days but how do you stick it through and maintain and be patient as you're waiting for what might be a long time. For example, we talked last week in the previous episode about how we got married and we went to Burger King because that was all we could afford. And it was like a real struggle, Burger King. It's not like you get a value meal, you get a value meal, you get a value meal. It was kind of like, all right, like dollar fry and like, you know, like real sketchiness. So how do you go from, you know, there and make it to where we talked about renewing our vows and getting to that point where we had the big wedding that we paid for. And we, we went to Mexico and had our first honeymoon, but it took us a literal decade to get from one point to the other patience
1: it, it has a lot to do with just the kind of relationship that you have it's really just it really is the kind of relationship you have. if you love each other and kind of have i don't know we didn't really have a plan I i've always thought our relationship was really just it just came together really fast everything with us just fit mm-hmm whatever was going to happen was going to happen. And we just, boom, we got together, pregnant, marriage, bang, 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 whatever.
0: Bang, bang, so,
1: bang. Right. It really was. And it wasn't so, I don't know if we didn't, we didn't have really have a plan, but we just knew that we were going to be together. So from then on, you know, we progressed. I think we had a good relationship. And because, you know, we loved each other, we love each other, whatever we're going to do, we're going to do it together. We knew it was going to be hard. We knew it was hard we moved into our apartment. We had some real tight times and just in being in the apartment. But we were together. So it, we were tested. But we were able to maintain because we knew we were going to improve. We knew we were going to do better. It was just me to start with. But then after you have a baby, and then I'm like, then you go to school. And then we went through our times. And we kind of developed a plan as we went along. So we didn't pre-plan it, but we just were working through the plan. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. And because I think we could always see something better in the future, it worked out. But you have to be in a relationship with somebody that you trust and you're willing to go through the process with, to go through the trials and the tribulations with. And that's what it was. Not everybody has that. And you can really tell how much you love somebody dependent upon how much you're willing to stay with them, how much you're willing to deal with to stay with them. If it doesn't feel right and you're really ready to jump ship. You probably weren't meant to be with this with this person. If you're going through some stuff with like this is the person I want to be with when we succeed, when we reach the plateau, when we get all we want, this is the person I want to be with. Then you know you're with the right person. It requires patience to stick it out because sometimes it sucks. Sometimes you're like, oh my god, what did we do? Was well, mm-hmm. this the right plan? Not only does it affect us, it affects our kids, it affects family, it affects everything. And we're just going to stick it out? Yeah, we're going to stick it out because I want to stick it out with you. And that's and therefore, if you can be patient, but it's not even like you're patient. It's like, this is just who I'm going to be with and this is what we're going through. And it's okay. We want immediate gratification, but we can't always get that. But if you're willing to stick it out with somebody and be patient, when you do get to where you want to be, you appreciate it that much more. So we've had the benefit of both of us being patient and kind of working through everything to get to a two small, two bedroom apartment, to a nice house, to an eventual better house, to just one of us working, to then both of us working, to now business, to now even more success. That's what makes a marriage great because of everything we've dealt with in the past. And that comes with patience and dedication and such. So that's what we have. So when you have patience, you're bound to succeed or have a really good chance at succeeding.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes, um, you know, learning to understand that your partner is not you and will not be you. And, you know, I think that's one thing I could say I've had to be patient with or more understanding with and Mm -hmm. about. Right because you gave me your example and you made me promise to give you an example. Yeah. Um, I would say that I'm definitely the type of person who is always trying to, like, constantly with an idea about something I want to do or something It just kind of pops up and I and I do it. Like, I just, I'm just like, oh, okay, let's do this. Like, this, let's do that. I just immediately just jump into things. Um, I'm just a little bit more, of one of those people who, I I just jump head first, I guess. I don't stop to really think about it or process it or whatever. i just like, let's do this. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing and it's going to be wonderful. And there's no way this could go wrong.
1: (laughs) That's not really it. I mean, we've talked about it. It's you kind of sticking something in there. It's not let's. Wow. Let's be honest with you. If we're going to talk about it, just it's keep it, it. No, it's not. It's let's. You've no, been involved in everything. No, don't do that. You've wanted to do stuff. And when I find out about it, because yes, we could talk about it. You started the cupcake thing and told me about it after you named it. No, no. I told you about the cupcake thing. You named it. You incorporated. You but had didn't I tell you about it after, first? No.
0: I told no, you that yes I told no, you, you I told no, you I wanted you to do cupcakes After. and you thought it was just something that I had just casually mentioned but by and the time, then by the time the next day rolled around it was like a thing
1: right so it wasn't so right. I had talked to you about so, it before no, so you, you there's a difference though talking about it uh-huh. and doing it together are two different things okay. just because you mention it doesn't mean we're doing it it means you're doing it and you said it and okay. you know what I mean. Be in listen, this is I not and we've not that's not always been a bad thing for you. What I've said is you have more drive. You decide to do something. And what I'm saying is that it's not less. Mm-hmm. Because I told you I didn't want you to do the cupcake thing mm-hmm. because you had so much on your plate. You did it anyway. We didn't do the cupcake thing. You did it. You wanted to do it. And after you told me about it, because I've always been your biggest fan and your biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. You said you wanted to do it. You named it. You got cards. You came up with the menu. You pretty much did all this stuff. And then. Not all overnight. Not but I all did overnight with but a you, good you, chunk. You, a good chunk of it. So we didn't do it. You came up with a good chunk of it. And then I jumped in because I'm always going to be. I mean, I'd be happy about your ideas, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to leave you out in the lurch and not support you. Okay. Either way. So, in a case like that, I'm not that guy. I wish right. that I was like that where I, you, you want to do something and you just jump in. I'm not that way. I'm not. And I'm sure that's something you had to deal with.
0: Right. I would have gotten to that, but this is like another thing I have to be patient about. Where you just <laughs> kind of step in and try to like, you know,
1: I'm not going to talk
0: the rest of the episode. Fix my things for me, but Good. it's fine. Like okay. I was getting to that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was me talking about things I have to be patient about and you just added on to it. But let's put that part of it aside for now. What I was getting to was that, you know, because of that, I am that type of person. Whereas, you know, what that was the cookies and the cupcakes and that company where it was like a little bakery almost, was at a point in time just before I was starting hygiene school. And then I got into hygiene school and I was still doing it and I wasn't happy with hygiene school, but when I'm not happy, I don't want to just stick around and not be happy. I kind of want to move on and do something that I want to do. And you're not that person at all. You spent like more than a decade at this job where we met that you just hated and just brought you down and ruined your spirit and your day and, you know, was sucking so much life out of your soul And you did that for more than a decade. And I just, I I don't know. I just couldn't understand. I tried to be very patient with it. And, you know, it's one of those things where you have to understand and listen and support. Like, I get it. You know, you want to vent. It it was, it's a crappy day. It's a crappy job. you, You can't stand it. But then on the other hand of it, There's not much going on to try to change that situation. Whereas, I don't feel happy, I jump ship. Like, (laughs) the second I don't feel happy, I'm updating my resume or I'm like diving deeper into a business. Like, I just. Dental hygiene is something that's a career where you have people, two types of people, the type of people who are like me, and you know, you might see me, I might be your hygienist today, six months from now, if the office isn't working out for me, I'm gone, like deuces, bye, I don't have time for this, my life is too short, I might die tomorrow, I'm not gonna die tomorrow as an employee here, but um, then there's the other type of person that's a little bit more like you, that's also a little bit more, I guess, rational in that sense, because that job was a bit of stability for our family, even though it was damaging for you personally um, in your psyche. There's the person who's like you who might stick it out. And so those are the dental offices you go to and you've had your same dental hygienist that's been there since you were like a little kid and has cleaned your teeth forever. And they're not going anywhere, even though they might be totally miserable, totally and utterly miserable in their situation. Now, I'm just not like that but it took a lot of patience for me to you know go through all of that go through that 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 phase of time where we are essentially on different paths in a way where I'm constantly chasing happiness and and you're just kind of trying to keep us stable right and that's
1: life that's different I mean we I think as a couple, we definitely don't fit typical gender roles and such. But in that situation, it's in my head, it's my job to keep us going. To keep us, you know, we weren't filthy rich, but we had our apartment. We could feed our kids. We had a roof. You could start a business. All these things that you wanted to do, we could do because I was doing this crappy job. And sometimes we don't get the job that we want. It's the job that we need, that type of thing. And I didn't, I did my best to not bring that home. That place was soul sucking. But I tried to leave that and then come home. And then at least I know what that job was affording us. So I took that as that was my job. That's what I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to take care of us. Because at that point, you weren't working, you weren't doing anything just yet. So you were, um, so you're home, and then you had an opportunity to start the business. And, I, you know, like I said, I didn't want you to do it because I felt like you had enough obviously with the kids. And then I think you're doing the Girl Scout thing, and you had just a lot going on to begin with. Oh, by the way, let me start a side business too. It just seemed like a lot. So I think I, I respect the ingenuity, your drive, your desire to continue to do things. I just, I don't know, at times I feel like when you find something, you, to me, you always find something else to do at the wrong time. Because I always feel like you always have other things going on already. You're never like really nothing. And then, wow, I should do this. It always felt like it was like the fourth thing on your, t- on your plate. You had a lot going on. So the fact that you could kind of, that you could do all these things at the same time is something I don't think I could do. I respected the fact that you can do it i'm patient with that i'm like okay she started another business she wants to do something else i'm like all right we can do it and it's just that's it when you get married you have different personalities the person you marry isn't the same person three years later or four years later or stuff like that things change and that comes with the marriage and that came with it just you know you are a you know fly by the seat of your pants type of thing you know you need to wow. just that's another one you haven't heard before
0: no i've heard that oh it's good just,
1: wow so you know it's just like okay i want to do something new and then i hear yeah, my i want to do
0: something that makes me happy right. but i i would like to say that in like i don't want to sound like i was totally negligent to our situation that the stability made sense but you being miserable and obtaining stability to me, did not make sense. You could be miserable and actively searching for another job where we could be stable and you could be happier. You know what I'm saying? Right. It didn't necessarily have to be you. Like, oh, just quit. Yeah, you, you hate it? Just quit, you know? It doesn't right. have to be like it that. Just it, be, it, was just,
1: it was just easier in the end to just kind of stick that place out. And not. Lo- I didn't love that place. I never will. But it does just have like a small part i met you there so that's that place not the best job in the world but was the best job in the world because i met you there so I, if i gain anything out of that place is that's essentially where my family came from so leaving there wasn't as easy as just i'm done or let me just find something else it was seemed harder to kind of step away from that place but at the same time benefits were really good so our kids were fine you know, the pay was good enough. Sometimes up, down, commission jobs can be like that. Location wasn't terrible. A lot of things just kind of worked out. Enough that it wasn't so horrible that, you know, I needed to go. It wasn't like it was a three-hour drive to go there. It would have been crazy. It was just close enough to not be terrible. Just good enough to not be, you know. And in the end, you know, they... they told me that I should not come back ever. And, you know, it worked it's okay. out. okay, I got yeah. that conversation right. too. So that's that's just <laughs> the way it worked out, is what it is. So while I wasn't, mis- I mean, I was miserable towards the end. I didn't bring it home, but I just could, you know, or at least I didn't bring that to the kids. I didn't want to do that. I tried my best not to do that with you. But you work there, so you know what that place was like. So you could, you understood pretty much how I was feeling working there. You would understand the kind of, you know, the kind of grind that that place was. So it wasn't like that much of a surprise. So, but that's you know, we each are different people, or different, yeah. or were different people at that time, and we just you know had to be patient with, with each the, uh, other,
0: right? And exactly,
1: that's, and that's marriage. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's a running theme is that there is going to be a requirement of mm-hmm. patience throughout mm-hmm. relationships, especially if you're expecting them to last any. Any length of time, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with certain things, little quirks and kinks and, you know, differences in personality and perspective and growth and, you know, grinding and blending and merging and all sorts of things. There's always going to be some instance in where you need to maintain your patience, so... Mm -hmm. I think that's that's where that little phrase comes from love is patient love is kind cuz you know it does require patience and a little kindness a lot of it a lot of it
1: because there's going to be times you know we just you know we're a good match but you know people who do well tend to be different and that's going to clash sometimes that just happens you just deal sometimes people can be annoying and situations can be annoying and such when you're around just the same person in life. Inevitably, you're going to have just clashes and such. So kindness is a big thing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You need to, you know, and the marriages that get dirty tend not to last. Or maybe they do. You know, sometimes just the, the, the worst stuff has to come out so you can clean it up and get back together again. We've never gone there. We've maintained a level of kindness I think is important aside from us and just from our children seeing it. It's never been toxic like that. So that's important. Mm-hmm. not just for us but for what our children see we need to we i think we've done a good job of representing what a good relationship is in front of our kids We're hopefully human. yeah i think we've done so
0: Hopefully, but i would say that you know i think the most important type of patience is going to have to be the one from you our our listener right now mm-hmm. because we are Going on a sabbatical yes. is the word Harvey used earlier in the day before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Sabbatical. We will be taking a brief leave of absence, but we promise to be back with season two and some new episodes in just a few short weeks. Mm-hmm. We are in the midst of moving and we should have a new setup hopefully soon and be able to give you guys some new episodes and a little bit of change in the format and we promise to make it so much better season two is going to be better than season one and season three better than season two and one and so forth and so forth so patience is definitely going to be a virtue for you our listener i like that well done that was a very nice segue i like that yes
1: so Yes, be patient. So for a while, for a few weeks, we're not going to pop up every Thursday morning. You know, now you have to find something else to do Thursday at 6 a.m.
0: Re-listen to one of yeah, the older yeah, fun. episodes.
1: Exactly. Laugh, cry, share with your friends all the fun times we had before.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: enjoy all the stuff that we've talked about in the
0: past. and
1: Feel free to, you know, comment on Instagram or Facebook or wherever and just, you know, Hit us up. Talk to us about stuff. If you have ideas of what we should talk about next season, feel free to let us know. But...
0: One of the things we were tossing around is um, telling some some love stories. So if you have an interesting love story and you're willing to share it, you and your partner are willing to share your love story, we'd love to hear it and to just get to know you a little better as well as you know, you know us.
1: Yeah. We've spent a lot of time talking about us. I don't know if there's much about us you don't know. So it's always good to hear how other relationships have succeeded or you know, haven't succeeded, what we can learn from relationships that haven't worked out, or what you can do to improve your relationship. If you have opinions about ours, you've heard enough about us if you think of anything, feel free. Like, why does Harvey not like Will Smith? Feel free to throw some suggestions out. Why is Corise? Why does she think she's always right when in actuality she's wrong like twice an episode?
0: You don't never listen, do you? I don't
1: never listen? Yes, you're right I'm about not that.
0: ever listening. You if Corise doesn't man. know how to
1: use a double negative, oh my God. if we don't understand that.
0: Here we go. There's
1: so much that could be spoken
0: about. Here so we go. So much to talk you don't learn. About.
1: He don't learn. He don't learn. He don't never learn, or he just don't learn.
0: You don't never listen. I don't never listen. And you That's just don't right. Learn, and
1: I just don't learn. Yeah. Exactly. Hot mess. Either way, there's so much more for us to talk about. So we're gonna take a little time, set up, move into our nice new place, and then we'll be back, and then we going in again.
0: Yes, but for today, I think we have definitely determined that love is patient. Love is many things.
1: But this good love is black.
0: Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast.
1: Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review.
0: And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black podcast.
1: See you next week.